morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer on this Saturday morning, November 13th. So glad to have you along. My name is Tom Short and a special welcome to all who are here for the first time. Hope you do subscribe and also all who are coming back. I'm so glad you're here. We believe that by getting in the word of God every day, we, we are strengthened, encouraged, inspired, and we're growing more than we even realize because God's word will always perform its work in those of us who take the time and make the commitment to get into it. So welcome. I'd like to just take a little break here on Saturdays from what we've been going over. We've been talking about areas, focusing on areas of truth. And uh, earlier in the week, we were talking about atheism and arguments atheists make and trying to understand the mind of an atheist. But we're also then, we got into the subject of Catholicism. I've gotten quite a bit of interesting feedback of people who are really glad that I'm addressing some of these questions. So we'll continue on this next week. But in the meantime, I want to look here briefly at John chapter 1, and we want to read verses beginning with verse 16. Speaking of Jesus, this is the prologue into the gospel before he really gets into the life of Jesus. And he says this, speaking of Jesus, for of his fullness we have all received and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. What is our Christian faith based upon? You know, a lot of people say that, that it's based on faith, and I've often made the contention, no, our Christian faith is based on truth. And this is so important, especially in our postmodern era, where faith is just whatever you want it to be. And often we're told that if you have faith, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what your faith is in, just have faith. And I contend what matters is what our faith is in. Is our faith in, what, in, in the true God versus a false God? Is our faith in God versus faith in ourselves? And so in light of that, our, our Christian religion, shall we say, is based upon the truth. It must be based on the truth. Jesus Christ is of him, uh, we, we read of him, the truth was realized through Jesus Christ. In John 8, 31, Jesus says, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. In John 18, 37, Jesus was speaking to Pilate and he says this, for this cause, for this I was born, and for this I have come into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And then, of course, Pilate responded with his famous saying, what is truth? A, a, a question that for many people they're still struggling with today. We know the answer. Jesus came into this world to testify of the truth. And those who are of the truth listen to Jesus Christ. So we must stand for truth, and especially in this age that it, it just matters, doesn't matter what you believe, just believe something is a virtue. That's not the Christian, <clears throat> that's not what God would say. We must know the truth. But we've got to be careful that we are gracious in the truth. You know, a lot of people, and the Bible says that grace and truth were realized in Jesus Christ. As we share the truth, we want to share it not in a way of, of scoring points and winning an argument, humiliating our opponent, 
manipulating the truth to just get what we want, because this also is so common in our day. When people argue over what's truth, they can do it with such meanness and such a spirit of, of anger, hatred, manipulation, um, rudeness, etc. And we don't want to have that. Jesus says of Jesus, grace and truth. It wasn't well balanced. It was 100% each. Some people say we want to balance grace and truth. No, no. We just want 100% truth and 100% grace. We want to be kind with what we share. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, always be ready to make a defense for the hope that is in you. Yet with gentleness and reverence, there should be a gentleness, a kindness, because as we know, our desire is not to win the argument, it's to win the soul, it's to win the person, it's to win them to Christ. Sometimes Jesus had strong contention with the Pharisees, and there I believe often he said, you know, let them alone, they've made up their mind, they're going their way, and he would confront them for the purpose of winning those who had not yet made a decision, those who were still uh, in the middle, shall we say, undecided. And and we see this also with uh, uh, Elijah and the prophets of Baal. He confronted the prophets of Baal strongly, but he said to the people of Israel, how long will you hesitate between two opinions? If the Lord is Lord, serve him. If Baal, then serve him. But make up your mind. And so it was warfare, shall we say, between Elijah and the prophets of Baal, warfare in order to win the people. With Jesus and the Pharisees battling to win the people. And sometimes we have that. Sometimes I have that on campus where the spokesman for a, 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 a false evil way, will, you know, there's a battle with them to win the people. But that being said, Jesus and we should be filled with grace, filled with kindness, filled with uh, not, not losing our temper, not taking debates personally as a personal offense, not, not uh, losing our security or acting insecure. In Philippians 1, verse 28, it tells, as it tells us that we should in no way be alarmed by our, our opponents, which is a sign of salvation for us and of destruction, judgment for them. And so today I just want to encourage us as we talk about truth, and as I'm going to continue in the uh, next week, going into some of these doctrines where we would uh, disagree, where we believe the scripture disagrees with others who would claim to be the followers of Christ and who, who have, and many of whom do have a love for Jesus. And yet there's a distinction between what they have come to believe, we, we would think, and what the, what the scripture teaches. We, we say this with humility. We say this with grace. We say this with fear and trembling. We say this not trying to hurt anyone or put anyone down. We say this because we believe the truth sets us free. And that it's not enough to just have faith. It must be faith in what is true. The more our life conforms to the truth, the more, the more fruitful, the more joyful, the more strength, the more courageous, the more loving we'll be. Our faith mustn't just be faith in something but faith in what is true, okay? So, by the way, I just would say real quickly, I would add, Jesus, in his day, there were Pharisees and Sadducees. The Pharisees wanted to hold to the truth, the letter of the law, but they certainly lacked any kind of grace. The Sadducees were far more um, uh, liberal with, with the law, far more, they saw a lot of it, a lot of the scriptures being 
metaphorical or or uh, symbolic and, and less literal or less specific, less a- uh, actual, and yet they. I don't know if you'd say they had grace or not. They might have. They might have been a little bit more like liberal Christians today, all accepting, without much truth. We don't want to be like the other side, all truth without much love. Okay, Father in heaven, we thank you for Jesus Christ, who was full of grace and full of truth, and his stand for truth did not nullify his love for people. And his love for people did not nullify his stand for the truth. We thank you that we have received of his fullness. Jesus, your spirit lives in by the Holy Spirit. And of your fullness, Jesus, of your fullness, we have all received. This is why we can be full of grace and full of truth ourselves. I pray, Father, help us in these days, those postmodern days where truth has been sacrificed Truth is, it seems like always truth is being spun. And rather than seeking for truth, people are just trying to defend their beliefs. They even use the Bible, Lord. So many people use the Bible to, to just find a verse here or there to defend what they want to already believe. We pray, Father, to be, that we would be people who rise above pettiness, who rise above uh, insecure arguments, we're just seeking the truth. Father, I pray we'd be people who please you. Nothing to defend on our turf or in our name. All we want to defend is your honor, your glory, your truth, and your way. Give us this humility. Give us this sincerity. Fill us with grace towards those with whom we disagree. Fill us with truth that we might stand firmly upon the rock who is the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for these things today. We pray that today we would rise above. We pray today we'd be victorious. I pray today for each one of us, Lord, on this Saturday, so we might have different schedules, run into different people, whatever errands we're about, wherever we're going, help us to remember that we are an aroma of Christ, that we are the light of the world, that we're not like the world. We don't stoop to the, the, the deeds of the flesh. We don't walk in the way of the world. We don't walk in the flesh. But wherever we go, And whatever we do, whoever we encounter, this could be a divine encounter. This could be someone you want us to encourage, someone you want us to share a word of testimony with, someone that you might even use us to lead them to faith in Jesus Christ or to plant a seed that might later sprout and and bloom. So we pray, Lord, that we be filled with the Spirit all day today towards everyone we encounter and all that we do. Thank you. We bless you and give you this day for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. All right, folks. Thanks for joining me on this Saturday. Tomorrow we pray for our churches, so I hope you'll join me. Lo- join with me. And by the way, I'm home now from my fall tour, and uh, and I've got some things in mind I'd like to share on. But if you have some things that you'd like me to be addressing in our daily word and prayer, drop me a line at tom at tomthepreacher.com. That's how you can find me. Make sure, by the way, if you, if you forget that, just go to my website, tomthepreacher.com. Click on the contact us. That email will come to me. And if you're while you're there, make sure you subscribe to my email newsletter. If you have not, I send out a daily uh, devotional that gives some of the verses and some of the, much of what we talk about here in written form. And then, of course, here's I go into more depth during the live the, the live streams. So tell your friends. Make sure they are joining us. 
We receive value and get into the word every single day, day by day by day. So you join me. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll pray at the churches on Monday. I expect to continue on with some of these doctrinal differences between what we see in Scripture and what's taught by the Catholic Church. I think it will be, be helpful to you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.